0: Log Talk Radio
1: you all coming in. Get your Bibles, pens, paper, pencils, and everything else you need for to be a part of the service on tonight. So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm ready to get started. So we're going to get started, and we're going to get our Bibles. I want you to write down some scriptures so that you can um, read along with me. The scriptures I want you to write down is Psalms 147 verse 3 Romans 12 and 15 Joshua 1 and 9 and Romans and 8. Write that down so you can, we're going to probably read that too. And Revelations 21 and 4. So that should be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 scriptures. Make a 6. Matthew 5 and 4. Chapter 5, verse 4. And John 14 and 1. So that's 7. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, yes. Yeah. Mhm, first with why I gave you those scriptures, okay, um, the last six months have been some how I would like to put it as a test of time speak it for me, okay, The last six months have been blessings brokenhearted, broken, grief, Um, I guess we could just say up and down. We're going to start with July. The month of July is supposed to have been for me to retire from my job, that I had been working for some of y'all were not even born. Some of y'all were just one, two or three years old, 30 years. And I was looking forward to retiring and celebrating with my family. But in the middle of July, tragedy struck. July 18th, 5.19 a.m. My foot on her motorcycle and she didn't make it. That was the day I received a phone call from a police officer that was not considered. He didn't ask me was I in a position to talk. He didn't ask me if I was sitting. He didn't ask me could I go in a area where he could talk to me in a private setting. He just blotted out. She didn't. She died. And the way he said it, and where I was at when he said it, I lost it. I screamed. I hollered. I collapsed. I had a co-worker with me named Taisha. She works at Cook County Hospital, and. She didn't know what was going on, but she was there, and she came to my aid, and I thank God for Taisha for being there for me. And she got the information I needed because I couldn't believe what I had just heard. Because my sister had plans that day. We had plans for that month because I told you I was retiring at the end of the month. And due to the circumstances of what happened on July eighteenth, I was, um I hadn't been back to work until the day I retired. So I did retire at the end of the month in July. And uh that was the beginning of my blessing for being able to Leave a job that I had been on for all them years. And when I left that job, you know how they give you a a going away party and all that? None of that. None of that. None of that. Uh, Thank you, you know, for the service. Thank you for coming. Here's a pen. Here's a watch. Uh, The coworkers celebrating you. None of that. I was okay with that because, see, I came in a place. By myself, and I left out the same way. But I will say that my union, SCIU 73, Local 73, did bring a cake to my job and celebrated me as one of their stewards, one of their uh, negotiating team members that fought for a good contract for our, our department for Cook County. They did celebrate me. Some of my coworkers from other departments that I had used to work in, they came down and celebrated me. That was a blessing. A couple of the people that I worked with, they they did come to the cafeteria where they was at, and they joined in on the celebration. But as far as my department giving me something or Cook County Hospital celebrating me, not at all. But that's here nor there. So on the thirty-first, when I did my exit. I walked out of there with my head up high. Uh, I thank God for Jardine. She uh, blessed me on my way out. I thank God for the new management team that we had there, ABM uh, Violetta, the director at the time, her and uh, Paige. They blessed me on my way out. Uh, I thank SCIU and those that came down that I got to see and didn't see, but that they was a runaround. Anyway, the month of August came. My sister that we had lost in July, her oldest daughter, LaVon, AKA Pinky. Birthday was that month and her only son, Taiwan Black Fluffy, his birthday was that month. So we celebrated them on their birthdays for the month of August, but we also, had to be there to comfort them during the time of mourning. So as they were, they were being a blessing and being blessed. And our blessing, we had to deal with our first, our first month of celebrating without our sister Sheila. Then the month of September rolled around, and that's the month that our dad's birthday is, September the twenty-first and our mom's birthday is September 24th. That was the first time we had to celebrate their um, Sister Sheila. Then <coughs> the month of October rolled around, and that is my birthday month and my niece T's birthday month, which is my Sister Sheila's second daughter, Tishawada, which we call
0: T's,
1: her birthday month. So that was our first month of October birthdays without Sheila celebrating her sister and her daughter. Then the month of November came. That's the month of my sister, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser's birthday, Carvon, her granddaughter, AJ, um, trying to speak of her other grandson, Yak. I hope I don't leave anybody out. If I did, I'm so sorry, uh, their birthday. And also Thanksgiving. That was our first Thanksgiving without Sheila, um, without her ham that she cooks every year for Thanksgiving that we look forward to. We look forward to her making her Thanksgiving dressing. <coughs> Wasn't there and it was greatly missed. So it's her ham and her uh, special glaze she put on her ham and her sauce that she put on her ham. And I missed her baking. She has had her own recipe for her baking. We missed that. Now it's the month of December. This is the month of December. Her other grandchildren's birthday, her twin grandchildren that her second daughter she has. And um, I think, I don't know, I think Squeaky's birthday, has come on June's birthday is in, uh, if not, it was November, but I believe it's December. And the twin's birthday is in December. And Sheila's birthday is December 28th. So this would be our first year <coughs> season without her and our first Christmas. So this year has been, the last six months, have been blessings and heartbreak. And I was saying, God, I don't know what to really talk about. And I said, well, you know what? There's a lot of people that's dealing with loss right now, and their hearts are broken, and they're broken, and I'm my saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to deal with this. But I-, I just want to tell you what the Word of God says. In Psalms 147, verse 3, he says, He heals the broken in heart and buildeth up their wounds. That's Psalms 147 and 3. Now, we're going to go to... Let's go to what's this? I had. Uh, let's go to Joshua. One and nine. The first verse of Joshua. Okay. Chapter one. Nine. Okay. Let's do that. And let's see what they say. I didn't highlight that one because I hadn't really um, pulled it up to the last minute. Chapter 1, verse 9 says, Have not I command thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. So if we are going through mourning, if we are going through sadness, if we are going through brokenheartedness, wherever we are going, whatever we're going through, we need to just. Know that the God God has us. I know a lot of times people say you don't know what it's like to. My mom gone. My grandma gone. My mom gone. My dad gone. Both of my grandparents of my mom, both of my grandparents of my dad, they're gone. So I didn't even get a chance to ever meet my mom's mother, or my dad's mom, but I did get a chance to meet their father. So when we talk about loss, it doesn't matter when you lost or where you lost, but loss is loss. We all go through dealing with grief. If you haven't been through it yet, keep living. My mom tell me that all the time. Keep living, baby. You're going to go through it. So John 14 and 1 says, let your heart be troubled. I'm sorry. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. That's what Jesus told us. That's fourteen, John fourteen, verse one. He said, "Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me." So we have to understand that if I say I, when I say I live this life, I live this life. I live it for. God. When I die, I need to be able to say how people say, I die for God. That's what I want to be able to say. I live this life for God. I'm going to die this life for God. None of us uh, say that we're ready to die. We just say, what the Lord calls me, I want to be in His will. I want to hear good and faithful service. Well done. Come on in. I completed my assignment. I want to tell you what Romans 12 and 15 say. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. So when you have people that weep, it's okay. Hey, Latoya, sorry for your loss, honey, lady. I'm praying for you and Todd. Because when we know that we're dealing with Lost that is something that's a hard hard thing to deal with. You know some people are not in a position where they have a shoulder to cry on or someone to talk to and <coughs> I want to just remind them John fourteen and one and I just read say blessed are those who are are who mourn, for they will be comforted. I just want you all to know that it's nothing that God can't do for us. He knows that we're going to weep. He knows that we're going to cry. He knows that we're going to be hurt. He knows that we are, we have questions. Why? Why? But one thing we have to do, what did you say, Toya? Living this truth It's hard. It is. Living this truth is hard. It's when um, people lose loved ones, a lot of times, I'm trying to see what else she said, a lot of times we can't accept right then and there what happens. But I'm telling you, if we just trust God, just trust Him, and Know that it's okay to mourn. It's okay to go through. It's okay to keep talking about it. Don't let nobody put a time limit on your mourning. Mm. It's not like a job. You didn't ask for it, so you didn't get up to punch in. You, you're you not going to get up to punch out. I have a cousin named Carmelita, We call her Kamarita. My dear cousin, I love her dearly. And it upsets me when I see when she puts on Facebook what people say to her. She was married and she lost the love of her life. He, he died, and they like, girl, you you got to let it go. You don't tell nobody when to let go. Cause see, you don't know how he treated her. You don't know when when a, when a man say you his queen. See, some of us be treated like a dairy queen. <laughs> Take it how you want it. And some of us be treated like a queen from the checkerboard and tell you come on this side of the uh, let's get to this side of the board, I won't give you no crown, you know. You don't know what kind of queen she was to him or how he made her feel. Don't ever tell nobody how long to mourn. Don't nobody better tell me or my nieces and nephews or my sisters how long to mourn. I'm still mourning my mom and my dad. They they left here in ninety seven. I'm still having got over not having my mom because some things go on. I'll be saying I want to talk to my mom. I need to talk to my mom. Some things go on, i say I need to talk to my dad. I want to ask him why this and why that. You know, we have questions about why our spouses do this or why our fiancés or boyfriends, but we have questions. We want to ask our dad. Some of us, I want want to ask our dad, why were not you there? So don't don't let nobody tell you when, how, long, tomorrow. During this holiday season, we're going through heartbreaking situations that you cannot understand. My cousin Toya, who's looking at this, I thank God that, when her mom cookie passed, she had her husband tied to hold her, to comfort her, to be there for her. I thank God that he has been, as the old folks say, her back part. See, some, some of us don't have that. Some of us do. Some of us have somebody in the house. And, I remember my mom told me, she said, you could have a person in your house baby and it will still be like you're living alone. So you don't know what goes on behind somebody's closed doors, the front one, the back one, and if they got a basement door, a side door. You don't know how many doors on their house. But however many, you don't know what's going on. So please don't tell nobody when to stop morning. If you know somebody is going through, been going through, or just getting there, I have a cousin who's like a uh, sister to me. Her daughter called, texted me the other day yesterday uh, that my my cousin, her brother, walked in the house and found him on the floor, or somewhere in the house. I don't remember exactly what she said. He didn't had a stroke. So when she texted me, and I said she's not just texted to let me know. She said, could you let your nieces and sisters know? so she was using me as a point of contact back and said what hospital he was in and what room he was in. It wasn't just because they it was sound of like a good idea, as my sister possibly let's like say. It was a good idea. She texted me because she wanted somebody other than her and her mom to show him and show them that they loved. She wanted somebody to go by it. So I went by the hospital to see him, and they told me valet parking was $20. And the guy said, well, how long are you going to be? And I said, I don't know, probably it was 30, 45 minutes. He said, well, you know what? Park over there and turn your blinkers on. He said, and come back down. He said, don't worry about it. And I said, really? He said, yeah. And I said, my God, thank you. So when I did that, I went on up to see him, and he's in ICU, and he's sedated. And I said to him, I know you can hear me, because see, just because a person's unconscious, don't mean they can't hear you. So if you go in a room to see somebody that's sedated or unconscious, you better know they can still hear you. So be careful with what you say. What you say, Toya? There's no time, no grief. And you would move in and out on the different. That's right, Toya. I mean, yeah, Toya. I'm sorry. People don't know. There's a level of grief. You have a beginning. You have an unbelief. You have a disbelief. You have a why. You have a if only. If I had her. Did I say it enough? Did I do it enough? You have so many stages of grief. When I walked into my sister's, let me let me get back to Timmy real quick. I almost died. By him. when um, I went in to see him, saw he was sedated, and I began to speak to him. I said, "I know you hear me. This is your cousin. I love you." I began to pray for him. I began to make a request. I began to talked to God concerning some things that God had placed in my heart concerning him, and I I did what I did. I left. But then I called his sister and his mom to let him know that I I was there. They asked me, did he respond? I said he opened his eyes for a minute, but he was so drugged and sedated because his blood pressure was 158 over want If any of you all are medical, y'all know what I'm talking about. For those of you all that don't, it's not, it is just what it sounds like. Oh, my God. So they had to sedate him because they're trying to keep it under 160, but they're trying to get it to go lower. But when I was looking at him laying there, at the time he did open his eyes and tried to acknowledge me, he could not even understand, standing on his knees, left side, right side, trying to talk to him, but he kept looking to his left, and I kept saying no the other way, and then all of a sudden he just went out. But to just let them know that I came by and I prayed, they was like, oh, my God, you were there? Yeah. Because, see, they had put out, you know how you go on Facebook and say, I need some um prayer warriors? When they sent out the text, hey, Robbie, thanks for tuning in, I knew that they was calling out saying they needed somebody to go that they know would pray. Mm-hmm. They needed somebody to, that would touch and agree. They needed somebody that would go there and speak life and make a request to God to not just say heal, say deliver. Bring through, bring forth, bring out, break off. They needed somebody to come in there and call that thing out. See a lot of you all get a mixed understanding of our 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 first. Mm-hmm. See, when you got family members that's going through, dear friends, close friends, neighbors, or whatever, and they call on you, you got to remember. I don't care if they called on you before. If they call on, this is your first. See, this is your first holiday season of the ending and of the year of 2022. Because if you really look at it from July all the way up to, what, April, May, it's basically holidays. Mm. So the it's only a couple of months. They may not be a holiday. But if you go back, basically, I, it may be one month after the year. Because you got Mother's Day, Father's Day, then you got the 4th of July, then you got you know, what was that, Labor Day, Memorial Day, and uh, that's the fourth drive, Labor Day, uh, Memorial Day, and you got Columbus Day, and you got the other little holidays up in there, and you got Thanksgiving. You see what I'm saying? So when somebody's calling on you during a season of mourning, because if you know, like I know, sometimes you could be in so much pain and confusion in your mourning that I'm going to say because we're human. You can't even think to pray for nobody else, 'cause right now you can't even pray for yourself. My cousin Toya put up here. When we, you're going through the stages, you, with, with everything else I mentioned, you have denial. You have bargaining. You, one of the big ones, anger. 'Cause I was angry with my sisters and my nieces and my nephews. We we were angry. And our cousins and family, we were angry the way my sisters out there. Excuse me, I, I'm getting, I'm getting angry now. We were angry. So like she say, you have, a, you have to have acceptance. You have to go through healing. And then, when you go through all that, guess what? Then you go through the mourning. You go through the crying. You go through the this has been such a difficult time that me and my sister Apostle Elect, and some dear friends, we have been um, talking and praying. We have had friends and friends and friends and family members call on us, not saying they're they not thinking about us, but see, God said, Oh, no, man. Anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. So, in the middle of my going through—now that's in Romans, looks at thirteen and eight. In the middle of me going through, I still have to understand that I've still got to be about my Father's business. In the middle of me going through, I still have to understand that other people are going through. The clock didn't start and it didn't stop with me. But during this season right here, I got to stay on the same. I got to stay focused. I got to remember this. What is this? uh, Revelation 21 and four. And God shall wipe away all tears. their eyes and there shall no be no more death neither sorrow nor crying nor shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away I have to remember that even in the word where God said let the dead bury the dead you know some people may say that that's harsh but I have to remember that I can't stop being on assignment I can't stop praying I can't stop being there for others because of what I'm going through. I I got to still be there so when somebody calls and says, I need you to pray for me, I need you to pray with me, I need you to get a word in for me. Hey, Pat, thanks for coming through, joining us. When you look at situations that you're going through, you got to remember how you felt. So when somebody loses a grandmother, a grandfather, a mother, or father, a sister, or brother, niece, and nephew, cousin, a friend, son, or daughter, husband, wife, when you see that that person is going through, and they call on you, pray, listen. Seek life over them. Tell them to remember the good times. We we can always remember the bad, but you got five fingers. If you hurt one, you got four left. Mm. You got toes on each foot. When you hit one, that one hurts like, man, oh, it hurts. But you still got the ball on the foot and the rest of the foot to work with. You still got something to stand up. Don't just be there and and don't be there for it. Y'all know what I mean. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. This is the season of after COVID. You know, some of us are saying, well, like what would mean, for example, for the way my sister was taken away. If we had still been in COVID, he wouldn't have been out there drunk driving or driving on high. He wouldn't have ran that light and wiped my foot out like that. He wouldn't have disfigured her body. He wouldn't have hit her so hard her face was ripped probably. It It's just when you think of what people are going through, but then you have to also think the Word of God tells us we don't mourn like other people as Christians. I didn't say we didn't mourn. Mm. We just don't do it like other people. I have to take all my care for God. I have to trust God with it. Say, God, give me strength and wisdom to stay on assignment. I don't see things the way you see things. I don't take things the way you take things. You know, I'm going to give you a good example. It's it's a roundabout, but it's a good example. If I'm dealing with somebody on Facebook, not on Facebook, I saw something on Facebook. If I'm dealing with somebody on the telephone call, like I'm trying to take care of business, I would get my sister on the phone and say, you know what? I'm, I'm acting like Captain Jones. Say. Hey. I say, handle this for me? And I tell the person on the phone, I give you permission to talk to my sister, and I'm giving her permission to talk to you because me and you would not coming to an understanding, and I want to stay safe. And I don't want to say something that's going to cause me. I'm not worried about getting in trouble with the bill collector, them. I'm worried about getting in trouble with God. And I say, handle this for me. And I put myself on mute. For a good example, I was trying to handle some business for her the other day, and the, the guy just stood there, and he was lying so to my face that his coworker stopped what he was doing and looked at him like, and I wanted to say something, but God shut my mouth. And I didn't say it, but I told my sister what I wanted to say. She said, I thank God you just said it. I thank God he wouldn't even let you say it. I'm not going to even say it now. But it wouldn't curse him out, but it was calling. I was going to say Anyway, if you stay on assignment, God will bless you. And I just told you what it said. And what was that? Romans 13 and 8. Oh, no man, anything but to love one another. For he that loveth one another hath fulfilled the law. I loved him enough not to let the devil use me to say what I wanted to say. And I said all that to say to you all, because we're going through this season, some of us have loved ones that we just lost within Minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, a year, or maybe a little more. But we got to stay focused. We've got to stay on assignment. we got to know that God has brought us to this. God will bring us through this. And all we got to do is stay stay focused and hold on to God's unchanging hand. I just want you all to know that our this ministry, Smile Big Eon, shopping Iron, is built on and stand on the scripture, Matthew 6 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And if you're going through this season of grief and of mourning right now, it's okay. It's okay. Because God said it's okay for us to rejoice when you rejoice. His word said it's okay for us to weep when you weep. I may not understand your weep, but just the fact that you're weeping. Some people are weeping out of the fact that they're hurt because their heart is broken because of what happened. But you know, we're going to be honest. You got some people weeping because they said, God, I thank you for taking that out of my life. I thank you for rescuing me. See, that's why I say, We don't know why some people weep. We don't know what some people are going through. But if we just stay focused, stay in tune with God, God will reveal to us what to say. Because when somebody's talking, you be praying. And God is going to tell you to either say something or be quiet. Follow instructions. So at this time, I'm going to, I'd like to open up the lines for anybody on blog talk would like to say something, or if anybody on Facebook that's looking in would like to text in something, type in something. Um, this is your time. The lines are
0: open. God is faithful, and we need to
1: obey God. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Lex. Is there anyone else? Okay, well, I thank everyone for keeping in, tuning in, going on. I thank everybody for checking in on Smile 3D, Iron Shopping Online Ministries. I thank everybody for taking the time out of long lot to just listen. So, again, like I said, um, we are in a season of holidays. I mean, Teresa said, there's a lot of death in grief daily for God is able. Amen. Chapter, he is, he is able. I thank God for having a family that um, during our season, that we can lean on one another, we can um, hold each other up. You know, I'm not saying we haven't been uh, in a situation. Some of us and the family still can't talk about it. There's still every time I, uh, they see certain pictures or see certain things, it just uh, puts them in a place. But we're just letting them deal with what they have to deal with. We're just asking God to cover them because I want to say, God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for giving me this opportunity to share. I thank you for those that share with us, O Lord. God, I thank you for everything that you're doing in this season. I thank you for the blessings. God, give us an ear to hear what you were saying. Give us an ear to receive your word. Give us a desire, O Lord, to go back And just get into your word to see what did your word say about grief? What does your word say about mourning? What does your your word say about trusting and depending on you? God, give us a desire to want to hear your word, God. Touch everybody that's on, that's listening. God, touch each family member that's going through the grief right now. Touch my cousin that's in the hospital, God. God, do what you need to do to bring him through, bring him out, and bring him over. God, we counsel to apply it on his life. We ask you to do what you can do, God, that he will come out on your side as a witness, saying what you had said to him in this place of need. God, even though we don't know what to say, what to say, God, we just ask you to do what you do, oh, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. So, a month is the month we will be celebrating what the world celebrating—the birth of Jesus Christ. If you are going out here shopping, don't forget to bless your church. You mm. heard what I said, your church. I'm sure your church has programs there for to feed the homeless, provide, you know, something for the children or people that's in need. Bless the church to be a blessing to others. I I love what my nephew Carlton said. He said during our Thanksgiving dinner, Carlton made a prayer. And he said it's amazing how we went from Thanksgiving – uh, Halloween, mm. straight to Christmas. They forgot about Thanksgiving. I guess the pilgrim decorations weren't selling well. So to be honest, before the Halloween was over, they started giving out Christmas hints. Mm-hmm. They went straight from tricking a tree to christmas don't get caught up on the hype don't get caught up on buying this buying that to make somebody happy give them the word of god and share with them what the word of god says tell them you all could go to church and repent get on your knees or go in the living room that right there where you at in the kitchen while you fry chicken or bacon repent cook up that you know just remember the reason for the season, not the reason for the shopping. Is uh, to be honest, some of us got so much stuff we need to give more than half over the way because we ain't wearing it. I'm one of we ain't wearing it. I told my niece to let her son come over here so he can go shopping in my house. Some things still had tags on it that my that Stan North Stanley jeans they they haven't they didn't want it. They're not wearing. Uh, that's right. Talk to the truth of the season. We have to remember that. Be- before you throw something out, you may find somebody in your family that you need to get back with. Bless them. Bless their children, especially if it's in good condition. Don't give nobody nothing that you wouldn't wear to take the garbage out. Don't give nobody nothing that you wouldn't wear, period. And make sure what you give ain't raggedy and dirty and raunchy. Just Be a blessing. Don't be ratchet. Be a blessing to somebody. So I want to say that to you all. I want you all to come back um, Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser along with uh, Minister Margot McCord and along with Minister Brandon Kaiser. Please come back and support Smile 3E on Sharpening Iron Ministries then come back Monday evening at p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for our very own Dr. Serena Wright. This is the first Monday of the month. Dr. Wright will be sharing an awesome word with us uh, about what God is saying to the body of Christ. I want you all to know we're ending the, the uh, month of this, in other words, we're ending the, new year. We ended the old year with the month of December, going into the new year. So we're going into a new new. We're going into 2023, but we're still on assignment. So Dr. Wright will be bringing in a, a message that's going to end December, Monday, first Monday, going to be ready for, to hear her on the new year to see what God sends into the new year. Then if you come back, Next Friday at 9 p.m., that will be the um, uh, second Friday of the month. Apost- I'm sorry, Prophet Antoine Thomas will be bringing in the word to let you all know what God has in store for his people. So people, please, please tune in to Smile 3E e on Shopping Iron, Blog Talk Radio. It's worldwide web. If it's in the archives or if you just want to go back and listen to it again, or we wanna look at it on Facebook, because I'm telling you, God has something for you every day of the year. But tonight the verses again were Matthew 6.33, what verse this ministry stands on. Psalms one forty seventy three, Romans twelve 14, Romans 14 and 8, Joshua 1 and 9, John 14 and 1, Matthew 5 verse 4, and Revelations 21 and verse, go back and read those and um, if you have to go back and listen to this, just to write it down again, do what God told you all to do. Stay focused, take all of your heartbreaks him and just wait on God. Don't just
0: assume
1: he says something. Wait on God. Repeat the name of the station. The name of the station, Teresa, or chocolate, that's what I call her. It's smile three E, iron sharpening iron. Blog talk radio. It's WWW World Wide Web. It's capital S, capital M, capital I capital L, capital E. The number three and a capital letter E back-to-back is Worldwide Ministry, Iron Sharpening Iron. So if you need to say it right, it's www.smile3e Iron Sharpening Iron Ministry. Okay. I love you all with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I pray that you all heard what God would say to the body of Christ, and I pray that you all talk to God more, desire to be saved, desire to talk to God, even when you don't want to, even when you don't understand, even then ask ask God to help you with your unbelief, because I'm telling you, in this season, you've got to trust somebody, trust God. Good night, everyone.